his, where's the character development look we need something that's gonna make who's been cringe do you know what i mean uh so our, aliens uh, coming our... up your arse there you go Welcome to First Person Shouters, where we have the audacity to say we're a regular show. <laughs> Starting, off. Said Starting off strong. Yeah. Oh, I, I did wonder. <laughs> good good yeah, pun. Just stuck in my head. Good pun. I wanted to use it. Uh, I am Kitty. I am one of the hosts, and I am the resident indie expert. Hi, I'm Cassie. Uh, again, one of the hosts, I guess, so to speak, even though I've never hosted an episode myself. I've never sat in the host seat as such. But anyway, I play pretty much anything these days, but lately it's been, unfortunately for me, a lot of Battle Pass kind of games. So suffering for that, I think, a little bit. Solid 7 out of 10 life Battle Pass games. Mm, That's mid. the meme. Uh, I, guess I, yeah. I started talking, so I guess I'll just say that. I'm Hello everyone, I'm Chris. Uh, and I'm mostly playing action RPG games these days or any indie game that's uh, killing time as I wait for the big big Christmas releases in a minute dun, dun, dun. and we have a we have a guest this week um, highly requested uh, to uh, make uh, who's been dash for his phone <laughs> uh, do you want to introduce yourself hello I'm Claire I've been fortunate enough to be asked on again this is my second time um pretty sure the only person that requested me was kitty um nope, not so oh well not so. kitty and cassie the two kids of the f the podcast i'm claire right now i'm playing a lot of a aliens fire team elite S in terms of like other games mainly anything that's on game pass though overwatch is a battle pass on game pass so maybe i'm sort of in the same sphere as yourself cassie um so that's it and then a bunch of little indie games in my backlog but it's all been alien fire team elite at the moment which is Absolutely. grueling yeah i um i played a little bit of that when it dropped initially on game pass and then you were talking about it on mm. discord and i was like i i vaguely remember that maybe it's okay by this stage and i picked it up and started playing it again a couple of weeks ago and it's not really changed no, I mean, it's, it is grueling. I think now it's just mm -hmm. more of addiction that I'm playing for it. But um, it is grueling. I don't know how people are like beating it on anything above normal difficulty. Obviously, you need humans to play it. But anyway, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a whole other thing. But it's a grueling, grueling game. But I'm playing it for some reason. A lot of self, <laughs> self hating. Um, I don't actually know a lot about that. So I'll be looking forward to uh, hearing more about it in a sec. Um, uh, I just want to mention the Xbox Pass thing. We're all Xbox Pass sluts here, so mm, uh, I love a pass. Yeah, I think I if anyone listens to the show, they're they're well aware of that by this stage. Like I, I actually <laughs> I cancelled my my Game Pass subscription several times in the last year, but I always end up something comes out by the t before the twenty eight days, like one month thing times out, so I end up signing up for it again. So like that's how they get. I don't you. know. It's it's how they get. Yeah, that's how you get. Time. Yeah. Like there's at least one game a month that I'm like, yes, I'll I'll give this a try. I know, right? So the the game I'm going to talk about is uh, Plague's Tale of Requiem, <gasps> um, which I know Claire actually you've already finished, mm. but um, like I like I would have bought that game anyway, but it came up on pass and I'm like, sweet, same, like, yeah. um, 
Do you want to kick off this time, Claire? Um, you were talking about the Aliens game. I kind of want to know more about it. Oh. I don't really know much about it. Um, did you talk about it last time? I don't feel no, like No, did. I didn't know last time. It was like Guardians of the Galaxy and a few other things. And then you were all chatting about Elden Ring, which I hadn't played. But I was like interested to hear about it. It's one of those games. Like Elden Ring for me is one of those games where I like lore videos and hearing about other people playing it. But I'm just, there's no point for me, really, um, seeking that. There's an that. excellent, sorry, there's an excellent lore channel for like Elden Ring for anything I think really called Tiptoe the Tank and the, I don't know much about the person that does it but she must be a voice actress because she has the the most like sultry way of explaining the lore for any videos for any games especially uh-huh. Elden Ring and like Dark Souls and things like that with quite intricate lore that you don't oh, really I would check her see out. during the game okay. you should check her out I would check her out because there's one I follow and it's t- their name begins with V and I'm not sure what the rest of it is and I think he's either Australian or uh, a Kiwi and he uses his very soft voice as well it's kind of mm. like asmr as well so it's kind of funny that such a, a grueling game has all these people being like softly soft Maybe it's the counterbalance, the like pain that people go through from playing it. I'm not sure. Maybe so. Maybe. One of my favorite videos about Elden Ring is where is called How Elden Ring Helped Me Defeat My Depression. Ah. Um, and it's just a really insightful look at how the challenges of Elden Ring and and how it's formatted um helps give people back this sense of hey i can if i can do this i can do anything mm. um uh and it, it was a it was a lovely video but like it's just it's funny how it, it the you know it, this kind of game that just seems really green and really hardcore like it, it it attracts these people that kind of really need that those things in their lives that that, that kind of brings them back to a better place and makes them feel autonomous makes them feel dependent again which I just thought's really interesting i'll share that at, at some point but yeah there's the the souls genre is i think a, a really interesting little bubble mm. in a way as someone who doesn't play it i can like from seeing videos and stuff like that apart from i've not seen the one you're on about but it sounds really interesting but i can see that it's like mm. oh god more than just a game um <laughs> That'll need to be edited out. That's disgraceful. That's disgusting. No, I'm not. I'm. It's, I, we're all bookworthy here. I'm keeping that. That's now. awful. Um, but yeah, Alien. So um, yeah, I'm a, like a big fan of the Alien series. Big fan of Sigourney Weaver. Big fan of Ripley. Uh, I really like mm-hmm. the like the world of Aliens. I really like. Um, I, are you a big fan though? I'm a big fan like but um, fan? like even some of the films that aren't too great I really enjoy Prome- Prometheus Covenant they're fine yeah, but I like I, sorry I'm looking at Chris's face and he's got his hand up and he's like I was about what's to that ask, face about? Like, Claire was like a really big fan of the Aliens universe like even Prometheus no even they're f- Alien Covenant <laughs> no no fine. no they're fine as Cassie says they're fine <laughs> um, I'm more like I'm fine with like the lore being expanded and investigated but i'm also fine with it just being about like this one woman who cannot get a break and is being hounded by corporations and aliens without it needing to be like esoteric like how was humankind created i'm fine with it not needing to be that um that's a whole other conversation um and i like i i hate hr giger's art Apart from when it's an alien, I think it's perfect for alien. I really, it just, it you couldn't have anything else for alien really apart from Giger. But anything else he does just makes me feel like the heebie-jeebies. I hate it. It's There's quite, a, sorry, it's quite phallic. It is time. well, yeah. It's just it's 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 visceral Vain. and mechanical at the same time, but it's just 
nasty. He has a cafe in, well, he's, he's deceased now, but there's a Giger cafe in Switzerland. I would not be able to have a cup of tea in there. It would just, oh. oh I didn't know. I, can I, oh, a I big biomechanical coffee machine that just scrunches oh, as it's like <laughs> making, making your cappuccino yeah. with oat milk. You'd hope it's Ach-nai. oat milk. Anyway, Aknai. No, it's just not Aknai. So yeah, so I've played. I haven't played like every Aliens game ever, or played other mediums, but um, I played Alien Colonial Marines, which was just. I played that. What f- is that the one? That's I saw. I think I saw Jim Position talk about that the one. The shite one. And that it's really bad, but really enjoyable. It's enjoyable yeah. with friends. So it has four player co op, and I I did it with friends, and it's the only way to get any sort of enjoyment out of the game. It was quite broken. It was quite. It seemed really cool, but Gearbox was behind it, and you know that the, the, there's a whole sort of thing about that. But um, it just wasn't great. Um, but it was it was fun with, with friends, and that was about. And it was littered with with bugs. Um. So it wasn't too it wasn't too great at all, and there's been a lot of alien games that have been like they were announced, but they've been cancelled. Sega had like an RPG that would have came out that was supposed to be good, but I think some of them are in the works right now. So Alien wow. Fire Teams Elite, it was on Game Pass. I thought I'll give it a go because you know Game Pass, simpling for Game Pass all the time, um, mm. and I gave it a go ages ago when it came out, maybe the same time as Cassie did, and I mm-hmm. played a couple of levels, and then I played with um, a friend. And we were playing on standard difficulty. So there's like, there's casual, there's standard, there's extreme insanity and insane or insane extreme. There's something like that. There's five levels. And we were playing on normal. And my God, the first level on normal for the first time playing it, even with a friend, was like so hard. It was just the aliens just kept on coming. You know, it just, you you thought you're just going to breeze through this co-op game. It's nothing like Overwatch. It's nothing like those sort of games at all. It's it's quite, quite difficult. And casualty is fine, but casualty itself can be quite challenging. So you do need to grind a bit and you, you know, and even after like hours of gameplay and grinding and leveling up and all this sort of stuff, like standard can be a bit tight, but then the, anything above that is even harder. And because, and it's not just that the enemies are harder, but each difficulty above standard adds these extra layers. So no friendly fire. Um, if you get hit by alien acid, you lose three quarters of your health. And to replenish your health you have med packs but they're like you get three med packs by a level in extreme difficulty those med packs are reduced so there's all so you really need a good team of humans with you you get ai if you play by yourself and they're quite decent for casualty and standard but they're not great for like enemy fire they're not great for all these things so it has been like oddly fun i think it definitely is one of those games where if you beat levels either with friends or by yourself on harder levels there's a great sense of achievement i've been kind of grinding for like separate achievements as in the boops at the moment and um that's that's a bit of a slog um but i keep doing it because i'm a sad bastard and i get like little endorphins there's obviously something about it that you that that you're getting out of it yeah i mean then at the same time there is something yeah and i don't know why i don't know why i don't know what it is either (laughs) um yeah i don't know but yeah, I've been I've been playing nice. it nonstop. I think, but I have had because I've been playing it nonstop. I have to like I have taken like a bit of a break from it. But now my friend's playing it, so I help him out at the moment. And right. you know we'll have a stab at some of the insane levels. But I do not. It does not bode well. And I've been watching like videos of people play the toughest levels. You know, 
without other friends help just with ai and i i don't know how they they do it i don't know how you can get all like all those levels done but people are doing it and it's quite impressive but it is grueling so yeah i'm I'm playing that game it does a good job of being like part of the alien world like they've 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 really sort of snagged that quite well yeah yeah yeah, it's very like respectful. Um, you may hate this, but they um they've actually incorporated you know the Prometheus, the lore Prometheus into like a lot of this as well. So they've also incorporated some of isolations, like the synths that are in isolation, they appear as well. But the lore and and the engineers and all that sort of stuff, the levels are basically incorporating all all the films in in some way or another, and then incorporating different aliens and designs from comics and toys and stuff like that that you wouldn't have seen in films. So yeah, it's a good it's a good aliens game. It's a bit grueling. Um, I think when you play a bit more of it, you start to get a satisfaction from it. But yeah, it's it's quite tough. Anything above standard. Yeah, so I, f- I I find playing it like I've been what was it? What's the class called? Technician, the one with the turrets, basically. Uh, and I think you need you need one or two people on that class in your team just to have the right DPS output to to take yeah. them all down. Especially when there's like I don't know three or four different like tunnels that the aliens are coming down yeah. and you're stuck in this wee tiny room just holding on for dear life yeah they know? all co- they come from you from every they come up your arse like they're everywhere there's so nowhere to save wee, yeah <laughs> yeah when earlier when you were saying all oh, the the aliens come and i was like dude yeah. <laughs> all right I I, I, I I was gonna make a joke there about that but then i thought no i'll not be that just step in and do it anyway for me so that that's fine i yeah, did that yeah i need to we need the podcast over the last three years where's the character development look we need something that's gonna make who's been cringed you know what i mean uh so our, aliens uh, coming our... up your arse there you go worthy moment that's the title. Uh, that's, that should be the title of the episode in front of their family <laughs> i hope he's listening to this on like a, a busy tube train or at an event just before he like does a uh, talk at an no, event he listens or something. to it on speakerphone in his kitchen that's a that's risky move not smart with he's his mum walking around he's a smart lad he he knows better he's asking for trouble now um anyway uh i'm not a huge aliens fan um and hearing you describe the game does not make me want to play it but um it does make me think that other people who like the Alien franchise would probably play it. Um, and it sounds like that you're having... It, it's <laughs> funny because I've, I've had games like that where I have that relationship where it's like, I don't know why I'm playing, but I am, so I must like it. Yeah, you I you guess. were about to say, it sounds like you might... Are you having fun? You weren't, you're not sure if I'm having fun. And I'm Is not this sure. Is Stockholm okay? Syndrome yeah. Blink, yes. Blink once for yes. <laughs> It's <laughs> just kind of strain there, just twitching. That's not a blink, though. Um, but yeah, it, it it's grand. It's good. You know, I I bought the DLC, um, which is just like four extra levels. Um, and you get like some skins and bits and bobs. Um, yeah, it's it's grand. It's good. I'm enjoying. Uh, yeah, I was about to say I'm enjoying. Yeah. It. I must be enjoying. It. I must be enjoying must be. it. <laughs> I'm not. They're not going to ask me to be an ambassador. I'm not going to get any free loot at all if they hear no. this. On like Xbox Pass, if you want to give us Xbox Pass, I know they should have. If it win. hasn't happened already, I don't know. I know, right? It's never gonna Phil, happen. Phil just just not really buying or just not picking up what we're putting down, you know? Well, rude. I know, rude. It's one of us. Um, so I know that you've also played a Plague's Tale. Mm. Um, uh, is there any other games that you wanted to talk about? 
because I'll talk about Plague's Tale so we can talk about it together, saying as I haven't finished it, but you have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God, I will, I will let you take the lead on most of that. Anything else I'm playing? Um, I downloaded Gloomhaven to try and give that a go because people have always talked about it being an amazing board game. That I you have can... that too, and I've never played it. I'm just, I'll give it a go and see what what the oh. crack is. Oh well, the other one is just like Overwatch too. Which is on on Game Pass yeah. and, and everything. That. Yeah, um, you three can talk about well, that. We'll, I have no interest. I'll wait until that. Um, I don't know. It's just like seeing stuff in Game Pass, mainly giving it a go. I also have the mm. when Stray came out, you could buy it for twenty quid or twenty five quid, or you could get PS Plus's whatever highest tier for 20 quid for six months so i have that on and stray was part of it so i have that until december i played a few games in that i played returnal i played a few games um but yeah what did you think of returnal i played some of it but i find it i like everyone said it was meant to be very frustrating and I would agree with them. It was fun for a little bit. And yeah. Then I wanted to kill dead things with it. So. I want. I, I. It was one of those games where I wanted to say I completed it, or I wanted to complete it or finish it. I just couldn't yeah. be arsed after a while. You know, I played a few hours of it, and it was also a bit. I don't know. It felt a bit, even though there's like a map with like points in it. There is something aimless about it, and I. I don't need a game to like guide me, but there was something like too aimless for what was going on. I think the acting was good. The story was a bit intriguing, but I just, I just, I just gave up. But that was part of. I didn't buy that. Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, same. I didn't buy it either. It was on the the <clears throat> catalog thing for PlayStation, <clears throat> but like. It was an odd one because it was super difficult and I knew it was going to be difficult, but it kind of, it went over the line between that risk and reward. Like there was too much risk and not enough reward and I just didn't, no, I, I just kind of, I got burnt out on it real quick. Same, absolute same, yeah. Kitty? I, uh, I never played it actually, but I decided that I wanted to know more about the story and the lore behind it and for, for some reason just went into a deep dive about it um, and it's kind of, like it's funny like if i had played it and played it as much of that and got the endings that are possible i think i'd be raging oh, um no. <laughs> uh it's uh yeah that I, I guess that's all i can really say without spoiling but like i'm never gonna play um, it, so i don't care yeah i'm i'm, I'm done <laughs> you tell, give people basically give people a spo- spoiler yeah, warning anybody listening anybody listening spoiler warning um the way it ends is that if you like complete it whatever so many times you eventually escape you get a whole ending your character lives her life and then lives to be an old person dies and then still ends up back in the same position oh fuck me that's yeah so basically the story is yeah the the story is that she never escapes and i'm just like (sighs) but then are they trying is, is there supposed to be some like deeper meaning to that fuck knows who cares it's that's, a bit that's fun. that is terrifying actually it's a real yeah. horror ending it is a real horror ending um but yeah um it, it sounds... i'm glad that i just watched it on youtube yeah you know? no i i would have been raging you're right i absolutely would it, it sounds a bit yeah. like hellblade but hellblade had mm. you know hellblade was about you've done this before you've gone through this before but it's completely different it's uh, you know it, it's not as you know straight cut as that you know um it, it sounds like a, a poor man's hellblade but yeah 
I still haven't finished Hellblade. Same. I played it years ago when I hit a really bad bug that corrupted my progress, oh, and then I never went back. I got I stuck at one point. So good though. I should I should finish that because it's not a long game. It's it's yeah. not a long game. The first time I played it, I needed to take breaks from it because it's like it was a heavy game. You know, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's a heavy game, and then it came out in the Xbox Pass. So years after <laughs> that, I replayed it again. God bless Xbox Pass. Um, yeah. <laughs> And it, Our Lord it, and Savior. it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't as heavy to play but it's it's i think it's a great game i'm looking forward to the second one again weirdly asmr despite all the like tragedy and horror that's going on it the intros of that yes. i will i will listen to sometimes on its own because it's just Aye. so yeah. um so i could go next on plague tale um unless anybody had a burning <laughs> desire to go next no no. no, I'll let you guys go. Okay. Um, so there's only really two things I've played. I've I did start playing the next Nonary games. Um I can't remember what the second one is called. I I whatever. Um but uh oh god, as cringy as the first one is, this one is so much worse. The this the first game actually has some legit good voice acting. Um uh even if like the in-between bits are like i guess we should open this door i think we should do like the really obvious like signaling um the second one the characters are just really obnoxious and they don't voice the main character in the second one which is actually annoying to me because the main character being voiced in the first one actually was really good um but yeah so i I'm, i'm gonna struggle through but i'm not actually enjoying it as much as the first one the the other game that I started playing last week, I want to say, is Plague Tale Requiem. So, Claire, I know you finished it. I'm, like, halfway through. I think I'm on Chapter 7. Right. I've just literally hit the sea. So you'll know roughly yeah, yeah, where yeah. that is. Yeah, there's still a um, bit happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's loads to go still. Um, So for me so far, so for people that don't know, Plague's Tale Requiem is a sequel to A Plague's Tale Innocence, uh, a game in which uh, your main character is like, I don't think she, she's not a princess, but she's kind of... She's like the, uh, her dad was a duke or something. Yeah, they're well like, they're, they're, like they're, they're, they're nobility yeah. of some kind. They're, they're nobility, were. basically. So. Um, uh, it's kind of set in medieval France um, uh, around that time. Uh, and then there's an attack... But it turns out that the son, her brother, the, the, the girl's brother, um, has this thing called macula in his blood where he can control plague rats, essentially. Um, but it's, it, he, it, control is very loose because he's young and he, he, it has as much control over him as he has control over it, etc., etc. So this is the sequel to that. Um, so far to me, it's like it's kind of more of the same which I don't mind because thing. I enjoy First it, but good. not a bad thing at all. It's the same sort of storyline. It's just kind of continuing on. The mechanics are very much the same. Um, I'm enjoying just it just as much as I did the previous one. I don't know about you, Claire. I get the feeling that there's certain things that are influenced by how I play, but I might be wrong. So like, say for example, I, I'm quite a balance between like being stealthy and trying to stealth around things and then just like going all out and killing everyone. Mm. Um, but I'm finding that any of the times, with, I noticed times when I'm pure stealth, the other characters will comment 
oh, it's great that you didn't kill them. And then times where I've like killed, the guy's been like, oh my God, why did you do that? That's terrible. You shouldn't kill everybody. Hmm. Um, but I also think there's forced events where you have to kill everybody. Yeah. Um, there's at least one that's happened so far. So I'm like, there seems, I, I'm not sure how it's kind of regressed, but there seems to be an under, mora- under through like morality thread happening of like, the main character and and how she's a protector but how she's starting to like kill and lose her way or whatever i I, i'm not seeing how that's going to evolve yeah but i'm not i'm not sure so yeah that that happens there's a lot about you know how far will you go and what is acceptable to like look after your loved ones and people do comment um because i've i've probably like killed people more often um, the you because I, I thought like that was my only choice I've heard the comments a lot more but I don't know mm. if you kill if there's a threshold so I don't know if you kill one person because you have to will that have will that have changed the dialogue that comes in cutscenes or if no. you pay if, if, no. if you so if you kill people say five times a, mm. in a level they'll say that's not great and then that'll influence you know the, the cutscenes I don't know if that is at all different if you've only killed one yeah. person once because you had to. Um, so I have no idea if na- if narratively anything happens outside of like in-game s- companions yeah, I chatting. But I, I can't imagine it does because it is quite pivotal to her character, um, Amicia's. Um, so, her yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just wondering, I like the sound of these games because I used to love stealth games. Mm. I don't play them as much anymore. Uh, but if I only have the time to play one of them, I mean, do I need to play the first Plague Tale to, to get the second, or the second one separate story, separate characters? It's not, it's not a separate story, but I, I think you could jump in. Yeah, you, you could probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. you, you could jump that, into the, the first one's one. not that long. It's, uh, Neither it's of them are that long. Sub twenty hours. It's it's not. Yeah, yeah. The first one's like twelve hours maybe at most, and it's it's a rewarding yeah. enough experience, I think. So. And it's very much bookmarked yeah. by like chapters, so it's really easy to jump in for like an hour and then jump yeah. out. Yeah, and and I the find. stealth, the stealth isn't. You could hoof through the stealth for a good chunk of if it as well. So the stealth doesn't slow down the game too much, really. Um, you know, you, you can. I I find myself oddly being able to hoof through some of it. You know, and then some of the, the the bits that you do get through through whatever means you want are broken up by getting pushing through a door, and then that saves mm-hmm. that sort of segment. And most of the time, if you get through the door, even if the enemies are coming after you, that's already sort of sealed that you've got through it. It's only rare when when it when they sort of still kill you. Uh, I was playing last night, and like, there's a couple of instances for sure where I'm like, stealth, stealth, stealth. Okay, I'm close enough to the door. Dash. Yeah, no. <laughs> just like fucking run for the door and everyone sees it you're like whoop and then she like bolts the door behind and you and it. they're like I just get some satisfaction out of that like I don't mind stealth but sometimes <laughs> I'm like let's just go let's just go um, <laughs> yeah I like I like the balance and um, the thing you were commenting on before uh, there was definitely one part where I was stealthy but I killed one person and at the end of it I got your man Lucas being like oh it was really great that you didn't that you didn't kill people so i I think killing one person doesn't affect that dialogue as for how it affects like the cutscene dialogue i don't think it will i think that's an integral part of her i think so character those are locked it's definitely not a walking dead sort of thing or a telltale game in that regard i I think think those scenes are locked um some of them sadly are locked 
uh, as well. It's been heavy handed on the on the messaging so far. Um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it. I like the characters. I like the dynamic between um, the sister and the brother. I like. Yeah, he's such an annoying. I actually. Fuck. Sorry. He's I, this. I've been. I really like him in this in this <clears throat> sequel actually, and and the way uh, they interact with together and the way they are like. Um, uh, I've I've been enjoying that dynamic. Um, I can't but, remember uh, how he was in the first game, but I feel like in this game, he's still like a Wayne, but <clears throat> he has a bit of maturity about him. He, he's like very well aware of the world he's in and what he's going through, but he still has that naivety. And oddly, I found him. To, I was just thinking, geez, he's not as annoying as like a, a Wayne wasn't... can be, you know, in certain, you know, in, in mm. films or whatever. So the voice acting, but the voice actor for him and the voice actors in general are amazing. Um, they so... acted their oh. arse off. Like that's BAFTA winning. That is, that is just like great. I am playing it in French. Oh, you I have to show off. I was wondering about that. I was wondering because <laughs> well, like, it's set because in France, I live... you know. It's set in France, and I live in the French province of Canada, and I'm learning French. Okay. So for me, it was like, it makes total sense for me to be playing this game in French. So I, I'm the minute I'm doing it with English subtitles, mm -hmm. and I'm playing it in French. I gotta be honest though, the French actors are just as good. Like well, it's the same people, they're... I think. Is it really? I think oh, I think the actress cool. who plays Amisa, I might be completely wrong, is French. I mean, she even is, when I she speaks, looked up her on IMDb or something. She is, I think. I think she's French. Because when she when she speaks, when she does the English lines, if it is her that's doing the French lines, she has a, a French accent. But it's it's like oh. who am I to know because I'm not French? But it sounds natural. It's not hammy at all. Um, so at least yeah. she, I believe, is a is a French actress. So I'm assuming she did both. I'll look it up after, but um, if or I when so somebody wrong. else is talking, she I'll, I'll is look it up. But Charlotte McBurney, <clears throat> I'm just on IMDb here. McBurney? One of the McBurneys. One of the famous uh, McBurneys. McBurney's doesn't. So McBurney sounds more like a, an Irish or Scottish. Yeah, McBurney. I'm just kind of wondering here. Find out, Cassie. Put me to shame. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, um, but yeah. Uh, so I like. I've actually been kind of. Uh, not impressed with myself but pleased with myself because there's quite a lot of it that I understand but I've still got the English subtitles what I need to do I might play it again in the future on narrative mode but with French subtitles now that I know that when I know the storyline to see how much I understand that's a good way it. to yeah. do it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's really interesting the studies that have been done in that area that have shown that if you want to learn a language one of the best ways to do it is alongside your learning watch a show or play a game in that language but with that language as subtitles as well and you actually it's kind of that like faked immersion thing where you actually pick it up way quicker than if you were doing it with subtitles in your own language mm -hmm. which i think is fascinating uh, and i would do it if it was not for the fact that i also want to know what's happening in the game uh, it's <laughs> maybe it's fair. wanting to know what happens is what forces you to learn <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah um a friend of mine told me that as well she was like when she was younger and she used to watch like powerpuff girls and stuff her mom made her watch it in french and that's how she learned french <laughs> oh. uh, which i think is really cute you, you caught out but, there um, but so you kept the best part of the story to yourself i will yeah uh the recording will have had it but you'll just have to, oh. you'll just have to it. i, we'll I just noticed anytime my wi-fi goes that yeah, was amazing like, oh, that wonderful kitty great anecdote that that's just, <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about that all weekend. Should be lying in the dark thinking about it. 
<laughs> You'll hear it in the podcast <laughs> when it's edited. Anytime my internet goes, the, the taskbar flashes. And I've checked for viruses, but it's not that. There's something going on. Whatever. Anyway, so that's really me. Um, uh, uh, I would recommend the game, especially if you love if you love stealth or if you love action. Like there's some, uh, depending on what way you want to style, you want to play. The levels are really well uh, done, mm. so that you can play whatever way you choose. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I recommend and that's it. All the score is amazing. Fact be like some of the musical yeah, cues in this here are, are so good. The one I did see. I did see you mention something about Gerns. So uh, uh, for our non-Northern Irish audience, uh, I don't know, tears, crying. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Cry complaining? Is that accurate? No, 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 no. No, no I no, cried. Like, oh. It's a tearjerker. I cried. I, like, I don't know the. La- I don't know what video game I've ever cried to before. I've played emotional fair games, fair. but I've never cried before, and I cried at this year. Um, so Have there's a lot of emotions in this, in this game. Um the motions on the ocean but it, it it's really Motion. good the one thing i'll say as well is that it's a brighter game than the first game there are a lot of dark spots and obviously fire is still such an integral part of the gameplay but it's so yeah. there's something re- like there's a great relief whenever you're in segments where it's daylight and it's sunny and it's it's so pretty and it's mm-hmm. nice because the first game was a lot danker um, I think there's so. a lot less of daylight in that game so that's quite their budget must have respites. increased tenfold mm-hmm. Because their 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 set the, pieces the, the are just massive in this game. I think. Yeah. The, I mean, the um, first one was far and away a massive success for them, and they were. I think at the time, anyway, they were a relatively small team. So, like to pull off a game as pretty and well acted and just everything that the first game was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say their budget probably jumped up a fair bit after that. Probably. Well, they also do. I didn't realize. I wouldn't have put it together, but they do flight simulator. Um, what? What? Yeah, Asobo do flight simulator, Microsoft F- flight simulator. That's really? A, that's a pivot. That's a big pivot. That's a, I need to like maybe I'm just telling more lies here, but hang on, uh, yeah, Asobo Studio. <laughs> who? Yeah, Microsoft flight simulator. They've done that. What the fuck? I like. It's a. It's a. That's it's a pivot. Amazing. Like it's a. I've. Do you know what? It, it's funny. It's. It's. There's a few studios out there where I've seen. It's like, oh, this is what we've done. But now that we've made our money from this, this is what we really want to do. Yeah. Um, if you look at their catalog, it's primarily kids' games like Toy Story, you know, Young Conquer. They did Quantum Break. They did bits and pieces. Oh. And then you've got they the didn't Crew do Quantum 2. Break. The, they didn't yeah. do Quantum Break. They maybe published it, no, but Remedy they didn't did do that, it. Didn't Remedy did that. Remedy did yeah, that was a yeah. game. Uh, I'm, but, um, I'm very impressed. Um, I loved Quantum Break. <laughs> oh. Give me a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I just hoofed through it. Oh. I didn't take much, but yeah. Yeah. Right. So we must move on. Aye. Um. So who would like to go night? I'll go because I want to. And I'll keep Chris it. is so polite. Chris, Chris has been like, so, so lovely this episode. He's just oh, sat no. there and let us talk. Chris well, is Chris, always lovely when talking been, about. Uh, like, uh, you know people listening to this you can't see the very encouraging facial expressions i've been making but i have been participating i just <laughs> yeah. I, 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 so i'm very supportive. supportive i haven't i just haven't played a plague tale but i've been listening uh mm. with interest i think i'll download both of them now um and uh yeah just i hadn't played so we'll see but i think we're getting to yeah. overwatch maybe soon so i don't know take it away then uh, no not yes oh um, then <laughs> yeah but it's a good thing that we have Clara on and that she has such a lovely poster in the background which features 
Uh, no one can see that. Claire. Can um, see that. <laughs> features a lot of Dragon Ball characters because I, I've oh, been playing Dragon Ball The Breakers, which just came out there a couple of weeks ago. Um, Wait, is that the Fortnite-y type one or something? No, it's the Dead by Daylight-y type one. Oh yes, that's what I mean. Yes. Okay. So I, cool. It's a uh, it's an asy- asymmetrical game. Um, so I mean, Dead by Daylight that should explain quite a lot of. I will try this gameplay. wank with you. So yes, um, basically the trailer for this came out like a year or so ago, give or take, and I remember seeing it and going, Jesus Christ, who the fuck would want this <laughs> this game? Who wants to play? as a random human character in the Dragon Ball world. You want to be a Saiyan, you want to be a Namekian, you want to like shoot key beams and stuff and blow mm. shit up. Turns out I want to play this game so much. <laughs> I was like 60 hours into this game and I only bought it like a little over a week ago. It's Ooh. ridiculous. Um, so the, the idea is... Um, you are the it's, pleb. It's made by Dimps, who are the guys that did the last two... Not Dragon Ball... No, did they? I don't know if they did Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which is like the 2D fighting game, but they definitely did the, the Dragon Ball Xenoverse games, which are very grindy, self-insert fan fiction things, basically, where you make a character and they go through different points in time during the Dragon Ball sagas. You know, like you got Vegeta, Frieza, Cell, Boo, all attacking, and your character gets self-inserted. This is kind of more of the same, but in an asymmetrical multiplayer bit. So, like, your character is randomly pulled through a time portal seam and is dropped into a map where either either the, the raider character or the killer character, like from Dead by Daylight, is played by another person. And it's either you're trying to survive against Frieza, Cell, or Boo, while you go about, collect all the keys, as in do the generators, power up the time machine, and get the fuck out of Dodge. Basically, it's Dead by Daylight with cute anime graphics but with and stuff. Ball. Well, with Dragon Ball yeah. stuff. Um, it's good lord, it is addictive and it is so janky. And it's like, oh, it's a it's a difficult game to talk about. I'm I'm obviously having a lot of fun with it. Like it's great, it's great in a way that Dead by Daylight isn't in certain certain ways. So like in Dead by Daylight, if the killer gets you, you're you're hammered. Unless you're playing a really really specific trolley kind of build on a survivor character in Dead by Daylight, the killer gets you, you're down. You're that's it. Yeah. Um, in this though, your character's kind of while you're trying to get the keys to power up the time machine to get out of dodge your characters can't be attacked by the raider and killed or um, absorbed or whatever so the raider powers up then and goes through the transformations that the char- that the, the enemy characters do in dragon ball so frieza goes from like the wee twinkie version in his hovering chair to the big hulking version to the smaller twinkier version that's more powerful and cell goes through his transformations and so does boo and so on whatever but your characters can do something similar. They collect, um, it's called charge points or dragon charge points or something. And as you go along, you level up and you can use these charge points to do like, a, it's an oh shit button. It's the raiders find you and you can take on the abilities and powers and costumes of the, the Dragon Ball character. So you can like take Goku's powers and you can fly around mm. for a little bit and fire a Kamehameha. So you're not completely powerless against... Not completely powerless. However, that transformation only lasts for so long. So you've got... at le- You go one level, one, two, three, and you increase in power and you increase in time spent in your transform state for a while as you mm. go up. Um, so like level one, you've got about 10 seconds, if you're lucky, to get a couple of hits in and get the fuck out of dodge or you're dead. Level 2, same, right. 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and it keeps going on up. As you progress, though, 
if enough people like there's seven of the survivors so like you can actually if enough people yes it's really interesting so you can turn the tables on the raider like one-on-one the raider's going to wipe you out there's no way about it even maybe three on one the raider's probably gonna win um but if enough of you get going or if someone collects the dragon balls and wishes for a big power up during the game you can bully the raider and it's so much fun you can absolutely ruin their ruin their shit and I've, had, I've experienced it as I've played as the raider too. I like playing a cell. Turns out that's the weakest of the the three raiders, raiders. In, the, in the meta at the minute. But um, yeah, you can you can absolutely body them and it's wonderful. While some of your teammates are trying to get their, they're repairing the generators basically. They're getting the time machine going and a bunch yeah. of you are like in the sky fighting and everything. And then you eventually <laughs> just get, get wiped out one by one by one. And oh, it's a wonderful, fun game. But I say this. What platform's it on? It's on. It's on everything pretty much. I'm playing it on PC um, at the minute, just because I feel like I feel like the community around this game probably won't last a super long time. But I feel like it'll probably have a little bit more longevity on PC for the meantime. And it's also quite cheap as well. It's only like fifteen quid or thereabouts. That's, I'm looking at it now in Canada. That's twenty-seven bucks. That's pretty. It's really decent. Oh my god, the reviews are mixed. What was it? Oh yeah, no. This this is it. I'm having a shit ton of fun because I have a Dead by Daylight addiction that this is supplanting a little bit at the moment. And I'm also a massive Dragon Ball fan and have been for decades at this stage. But it's a bit of a jank game as well. There's a lot of fuckery in it, kind of. Like dodgy camera angles, dodgy hitboxes. um, Some of the mechanics in it are a bit clunky. And I realized this last night because I was like, oh, I've been playing this game last week or so. I wonder... Like having vague rose tinted memories of Xenoverse, like the last kind of Dragon Ball E three D arena fighter game. So I'll download that because it's on the PlayStation Plus um, catalog thingy. And I thought I downloaded that last night. Good lord, Dragon Ball the Breakers is basically just reusing all the assets. For, it's the same company that makes it. Okay. It's basically reusing yeah. all the assets. So the reason I assume that it's so cheap is that that is, I feel like it must have started out as a DLC project. Because it's set in the same kind of like time oh. police world, and they've just spun it off into a separate game entirely because it, it is mechanically very very different. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's an odd little game. I've been enjoying the hell out of it, but yeah, it's um it's definitely one for Dragon Ball fans. Mm. And if you're interested in picking up, you know, a, a slightly different spin on the asymmetrical multiplayer scene, it's definitely worth a go. Um, I might pick it up only, just to play with you and see what it's like. Please do, yeah. If, if you've any interest in Dragon Ball, that'll carry it pretty much. Um, and it's, I wouldn't say it's easiest to get to grips with initially, but you'll figure it out within a few games and you'll, you'll know what's fits for you. Um, there's a few YouTubers, quite a surprisingly active um, like player base on Twitch for it at the moment, I've noticed, because I've seen quite a lot of like Twitch TV mm. usernames popping up on it. Um, yeah, I've been yeah. having an absolute blast with that. Like to the point where I might buy it on console just so I can sit on my comfy sofa and play it as well. Did so. you say it's on PS Plus? It's no the the previous game they did is ah. on the PS Plus thing, but like I say, it's like 15, 15, 16 quid on on every platform. But the only issue is that it's not cross play. So if you're gonna if you want to play uh. with me, then you need to buy it on PC. Oh, okay, then you have to have it on that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask about so, that. That's the one thing. Like I feel like you're gonna if they want the game to have any sort of longevity, they would probably need to make a cross-platform at some stage or another, but knowing what the developers like, yeah. they their games are kind of lazy 
in certain ways in certain implementations um especially in terms of like dialogue and writing and stuff like that they're quite lazy um so i don't know if that'll ever happen because their post-game support has historically been a bit crappy unless it's related to monetization things so um mm. but for what it's worth it's the meantime i'm having a great time and i think the only thing that's really going to pull me away from it anytime soon is the the pokemon games when they come out in a few yeah. weeks time so pokemon yay oh yeah 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 you were uh, you did say to me the other day that you needed to play pigs tail soon because if it was if you hadn't finished it by the time pokemon came out it wasn't getting played it's not gonna get on the for quite some time if, if it if i don't finish <laughs> it if, i've only played a couple hours of um of requiem so like if i don't get cracking on that in the next fortnight or so it's not gonna get a look until probably the new year i'm guessing but, uh, yeah. not, not to mention god of war ragnarok um, oh yeah yeah as well I good. can't wait for that, but also I'm not paying 70 quid um, at a time when everyone's skint, especially me. I think, I think that's so, fair. Sony, yeah, that's if you're listening, um, but uh, are you going for the, the... Right, so I want to get this new Pokemon game because I haven't played a Pokemon game since I was younger. Oh. But I don't know, like, they're still doing this ridiculous, like, two different versions of the game, and I don't Let know whether try. I should get the Scarlet one or the Violet one. Honestly, it probably doesn't <laughs> The usual question! Matter. Just I think I pre-ordered it. I yeah. pre-ordered it, and I can't remember which one I went for. I Do think I, it was Violet. Well, I just picked the one that looks cooler. Uh, yeah, yes. Okay. Whatever, like, vibes with you the best, because I don't think it matters. Um, I just know what starter I'm going to use, and that's all I know about the game, and it's that stupid-looking wee crocodile so, thing. Okay, good. How could I not? Pick, Look at them. I'm going to pick the, the weed kitten, the, the, the cannabis kitten. The, oh, so, cannabis the grass kitten, type yeah. one. The... Yeah. Uh, the 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 secret there is that um i don't know if it'll be the same but the being able like hackers have been able to show right up until the latest generation that either pack has the full game on it they've just put blockers on it yeah of course so they, i mean that's that's so. the name of the game and has been for a long time well since the start basically with pokemon Aye. so Aye. since the start but yeah uh, so if that's oh you there's overwatch as well there is overwatch Aye. there's overwatch Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to talk about it that and anybody else hasn't already said to be fair like I if you it's such a love hate. I'm gonna talk a little bit but it's like I have such a love hate with overwatch at mm. the minute like it's a massive hate boner for it like I I hate boner <laughs> I love the gameplay of overwatch and I think the 5v5 I think I said this last time the 5v5 switch up has definitely improved the the balance of the matches and it's more punchy and fast paced and like they're if you had a team instead of just four other fucking randos, random uh. Parisians on the on the gameplay, you could have real fun and set up some good plays and stuff. Mm. I don't know. I I love the gameplay, but I hate hate everything else that they've done to the game as a change from Overwatch One to Two, because it's just it's so egregious. They've gone from oh, this is this is Battle Pass talk again, but like they've gone from you get loot boxes steadily as you level up so you get like four items most of the time the items are crap little sprays or something or whatever but that was okay it was fine you got the old legendary skin or, or something like that something worthwhile and in overwatch 2 now as i'm sure claire and chris are going to also confirm you get fuck all it's all yeah, on the battle all. pass unless you pay for the the battle pass you're getting basically nothing um you're not even getting the sprays you're getting, you're getting nothing worthwhile um skins that were in the loot boxes that you would have got naturally free in the first game are now locked behind paywalls and they are exorbitantly priced. They're ridiculous. Mm. Um, it's just 
They've taken the magic out of it. The sort of, I mean, first of all, yeah, as you say, playing with friends. We should play sometime. But like, we should. Play, we playing should. playing with friends. That's how I played Overwatch One. I played with friends on PC, and we played for hours and hours. And it was the first. It was the first multiplayer game I really played, like properly with people repetitively, and it was so much fun. Mm. And yeah, you wanted to level up because you got loot boxes. You might get a new skin. It was usually a skin that you would want. Uh, you know, that was the most exciting thing. Yeah, um, and it, it was fun. But now the whole like just the user interface of the whole like start menu and everything is just all bullshit. So now I'm just playing because I like the gameplay. As you said, you can get a team and the team's really good or the team's really shit and you're you know that can annoy you. But that was always a thing with Overwatch. Um, I would have rather paid for a new game um, than this here option, this model that they went with, because obviously I paid for the first game. I got it for like twenty quid, but at the yeah, same I time, it twice. I got it on PC and PS4. Like I, I enjoyed. You Overwatch. really liked it, yeah. And yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't crossplay back then. Overwatch no, that one. came in later. But yeah. yeah, but even then, the re I wasn't going to get this game. I wasn't going to pay for it because not enough of it is that new for me anyway i mean so far i've been playing random arcade matches and the amount of times i've I've gotten about 90 percent of the maps i've been on are overwatch one maps you know so it's just you know they should have either done an expansion or just kept building with overwatch instead of overwatch 2 and then going down this road why they took overwatch one offline i have no idea probably because then you have no no choice no one would play Overwatch 2 if they still had Overwatch 1. It's, if you could still unlock skins that were meant to be... The the whole development process and, like, the the problems that Blizzard and Activision Blizzard, I should say, at this stage, like, they the problems that they had during development with... Uh, what's the... What was the, the game director called? Can't oh. Now. Um, Jeff Kaplan or something? Or something? Yes, Jeff Kaplan. Like, when he left the project, it was like, oh, no, that's that's not good. Like, that was real alarm bells ringing. And then the right up, more or less right up until the, the month or two before launch, like, they, no one was really sure what the product was going to look like and, like, how it was going to be monetized, how it was going to be released. Mm. Were you going to have to pay up front for it? Were you not? And it doesn't sound like Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, knew that themselves either. No. It was just, it was so messy, the whole what they'd lead up to it. And, like, it is, it's Overwatch 1.5. It's not Overwatch 2. It's There's not the TV that. content that they were talking about. That maybe next year, they've said. But, like... It's delayed, Who knows yeah. with Blizzard? Yeah. Sorry, Activision Blizzard. Who knows at this stage? Who knows uh, with, yeah. with games? The only thing I want to add is back, just, like, it's so soulless now that you can get a little um, key chain character for your gun as a skin for yeah. six for seven dollars 99 cents in game you have to pay for it i think I, maybe you've seen this i saw this this morning you can buy the real key ring for five dollars so for a wee key ring and this is one of these wee charms you just put on your gun that dangles and you don't even really notice it in gameplay the only way you can get it is if you pay seven dollars or eight dollars online you can buy the physical one for five dollars and it's like i mean if that isn't like a, a, a complete piss take you know i, I don't know it's, it's, yeah, yeah like i see i seen that this morning as well and like full face palm moment it's like oh, what have we gotten That's used just... to in games that that is a thing that happens that can happen like well how has the gaming economy become so arse about face in that way it's it's funny because so, so I I teach a little bit uh, about like marketing stuff 
to the games students that I that I teach and I was teaching them the difference between industry trends and market trends right so things trends that are pushed by consumers versus trends that are pushed by people in the industry um and so like things like loot boxes and and battle passes and all the the mad stuff that you can pay for obviously isn't being pushed by consumers but they they just seem to accept mm. it yeah, well, like, that's a generational thing, all, isn't it? But they, that's indicative of the world. They keep doing it because... Events. Right? But, they like, the way capitalism works, right, is that as long as you're giving them your money, it's going to continue. And everybody's continuing to give them their money. Mm. So, you know, they'll, they'll, they, would, they wouldn't keep doing it if they weren't making money from it, but they are. I mean, they're making, they're making I'm, I'm making a wide. difference from, from my uh, humble perspective. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, they can shove their battle pass up their ass. Uh, I've been put... I, but the problem I is know. that everybody else is. I know, yeah. but so... people just need to listen to me. That's that's the solution. Yeah, that's the... Well, if, only, the, yeah. if only things work out. Right. I'm joking, but I will say, I ha- I look, I've been playing it, and to summarize it, the core gameplay is still really good fun, because it's, it's just Overwatch 1. And I'm playing with two friends who never played Overwatch one and it's really fun uh playing with them as they discover like the different heroes they like and how they work together and the synergies and that's great um but i'm not i'm just ignoring the battle pass and all the cosmetics and that's not an issue at the minute but i think in the future the three new heroes that have been added for overwatch 2 which is along with a handful of levels is overwatch 2 um they're all free to play at the minute but i think in the future the plan is to get to level 55 of the battle pass which is quite high by the way because mm. i'm yeah. not even there yet and i've been playing it quite i a bit. did it i got there eventually you get, you get there but it's it's like again i said this last week if it gets to the point where i'm routinely not able to reach a high enough level to get the heroes that i want because that's the game the game is about playing all the different heroes and having fun figuring them out um the shelf life of overwatch for me as much as i enjoy it might might diminish but we'll wait and see i guess yeah i mean i think it's egregious that you have to hit a level to get a character unlock in a game that is all about it's just yeah it's a it's hero it. shooter it's in the bloody name it's it's the hero shooter yeah know? and like so. one one argument i saw and it wasn't really an argument because it was just lackluster is well look at how many characters you got for free and it's like yeah and look at how many of them are they're all from overwatch one you know and yeah. they're they're all there and yeah you have loads of characters but then that would just make me st- i'm just sticking like, with the characters i played with an overwatch one as well more or less the same i have tried sojourn who's the new dps character and i kind of enjoy her but i'm also not that good with her so i end yeah i end up going back to Symmetra or junkrat or something like yeah my, the my ones games. that yeah the ones that you were like good at before like i used yeah, to be good with cause... bridget now i need to relearn her i think they've done something with her they've like yeah. my poor baguette but yeah chris i wonder like this is this is maybe a point maybe a point of contention that'll come about for your friends if they haven't bought the battle pass and stuff this time around if they're playing it and they never played overwatch one those are on baby fresh accounts they have no skins then they have the overwatch one skin they Overwatch two skin and nothing else at all they don't even have the different colors the basic yeah like blue orange uh they they don't care at the moment because they don't know any better they're not we're not big cosmetic oh. people the only time as a group we cared about cosmetics when we could buy a big pink waifu wagon and call it because that, yeah, that was thematically that. hilarious um but other than that we like we don't care so much it's more if the heroes like the actual part of the game play uh basically the heroes are uh, an avenue to accessing a part of the gameplay if, if that goes then it's gonna be 
gonna be a problem. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Like season one, okay, we know what that looks like. And you either you either buy the battle pass outright and you get the the third unlockable character, the healer class Kiriko, straight away when you get the battle pass, or you grind like I did to level fifty five to unlock her to find out that she's actually kind of a shit healer <laughs> and, and then you don't play her. So um yeah, we'll see what happens with Overwatch two season two. Like I anticipate that I will keep it installed just for maybe impromptu mm. gaming sessions, Chris and Claire hinted. Um yeah, but yeah. like Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I don't I don't think cool. I'm gonna mainline it like I have done the last couple of weeks as well. So yeah. <laughs> she says convincingly. <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah, right. I Unless it becomes so. a reoccurring thing with like human beings that i know yeah i'm just i just fleet in now and again so that's it Mm -hmm. um so on that note i think we should move on to chris um uh, (laughs) and any other games that you have Mm -hmm. um we are uh we are hitting an hour which is fine fine. chris take your time but um uh uh, claire says she doesn't have to rush off so i will have to rush off in like 15 minutes so it is kind of like it's okay. Take I your think, time, but don't. Sorry. I'll take, I'll take my take time. Take your time. Hurry up. I, I've been saving it. Um, I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna spotlight a few cool little indie games because the context being, we're all waiting for some big Christmas releases that we're looking forward to. God of War, Callisto Protocol, Pokemon, whatever, whatever it is. So, um, I was diving into a game called Four Tales, which I played in one of the the demo of in one of the previous, you know, like the Steam come play indie game demos. Yeah, Steam tests. next things. Yeah, one of those. I've had yeah. a couple of them. And it is. I've pulled up the on Google the developer because we should we should say the developer names, for, especially for the indies if we know them. Um, by Alchemy Games, Alchemy Games Studios, and it's kind of a cross between an adventure game and a deck building game, a card uh, deck builder, and uh, or just a card game. You don't really build the deck, I, I guess, so much. But uh, yeah, so you have these wee like anthropomorphic uh, cartoon animal characters that's the whole world you know like society's made up of the of the human like birds and foxes and tigers and things it's got that kind of like 1990s cartoon uh, vibe to one, of, it. one of those worlds that you shouldn't look at too closely because it all falls apart pretty quickly yes where do they get their burgers from how does it, how is ice cream made we yes i mean there's some dark stuff going on there but <laughs> Uh, you don't you don't have to you don't have to uh, challenge that or deal with that at least in the game. Uh, I've played a couple of hours of it. Um, it's fun. It's so unlike something like Slay the Spire where you just go in and you have your deck and you have your your character and then there are the NPCs, the enemies to beat at each stage and you just do it and that's a round and you you play your cards and hope all the stars align. You move on. This is more like an adventure game where you move through a set of locations. And there's a story and a lot of narrative built around it with your two characters. Uh, you, you have a little bird called Vulpan and a tiger whose name I can't recall. But um, they're like they're two like opportunistic thief type heroes. They're quite fun, quite well written, and quite there's a bit of voice acting as well. And uh, you know they start off looking for this like, like mythical. I think it's like a musical instrument, and they traverse a town and get through a hedge maze and, and go to a manor, and it kicks off all the, the storyline. Uh, but in each location you visit, uh, you'll have like uh, cards that will have specific actions or interactions. So on the left, on one hand of the screen, you've got your character action cards, like pickpocketing, for example, or uh, charismatic roar from the lion, for example, which can be used to gather people around. And so you go into the market location, or you can use the card on the market location, and you might be able to recruit someone who can help you get somewhere, in the f- and they'll take the form of a card. Or maybe you'll get some apples as a resource, you have like a food resource you can use. And then the other side of the of the screen, it effectively um, 
has like sort of action cards or resource cards sorry we've got like little bits of gold or food and you can use these to interact again with the characters you come up against uh, or uh, to the location you go to so let's say you go to a location and you find someone who's like yeah i'll let you into this story location but i'm really hungry so you're like all right well then you have to give them five apples so then you need to go away and use your your action cards in different locations with different people to get to get apples from something you need to kind of figure it out a bit like an adventure game like a point and click um, and so it's really good fun because I like the idea of point and clicks. I just never vibed with them. But this gives you just a little bit more interactivity. Uh, what okay. was the name of it again? The, Four Tales? Four Tales. You might quite. Because I know, Kitty, uh, you've always been interested in the idea of like card games or deck building games. Could never quite Four. vibe with them. So maybe this might be one you'd be interested in. Four Tales, mm. as in like F O R E and then Tales, as in stories. All one word. Uh, yes. F O O. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I was so confused. I was getting sparkle for too. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was yeah, not finding this. There's, um, like, at the locations, you <laughs> might interact with uh, NPCs who are quite friendly or want something, or you might have to, there is combat as well. Uh, and there, there are other mechanics which I'll not go into too much because I don't know that much about them yet, but I do know that whenever you start, say you go to a location, there are three guard cards. Uh, you can you can use your resource cards, like bribing, to get rid of them, like pay them off. Or if there's a hungry guard you're up against, you can give them food and they go away. Or use, you can collect fame and infamy as well. So if you're really famous, you might be able to convince them to go away. If you're really infamous, you might scare them away. Uh, or you've got your action cards, which will just be sort of combat, and you can use that to kill them. But if you kill them, apparently, if you kill too many of them, uh, there are consequences down the line. And it sort of saves this. So yeah, I'm quite enjoying this. It's, it's quite a different spin. Do you know what this... You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember, uh, I think it was last week I was talking about Stacklands? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, not that this is exactly the same, but I'm just I'm really enjoying seeing games like this and Stacklands doing interesting stuff with this kind of uh, card thing because I really liked Stacklands. It was super enjoyable for me. Um, so this, yeah, this definitely seems up my alley. Yeah, so uh, mm. so there you go. And it's, it's like, for me, Kitty, it's like, I, I like the idea of a good, well-written game like point and clicks off nor but i just need a bit more interactivity so in a way it's just a match that works really well so go and check it out um i will dear, add that to my wish list yeah, i think and dear listeners and then i'll finish off with well two games which are kind of very similar uh, but it'll be fun to compare them i don't think we've talked about them um one of them was a bit of a sensation this year uh, vampire survivors oh i played that yeah it's fun it's like three vampire. or four pounds how do how do you describe the genre it's fun a game top, too. yeah it's a top down auto shooter and essentially you control a little a little avatar i think i think it's literally a vampire survivor and oh my god you want do you want me to read the blurb i'm on the steam page yeah go for it that'll that'll summarize it well mow down thousands of night creatures and survive until dawn vampire survivors is a gothic horror casual game with roguelite elements where your choices can allow you to quickly snowball against the hundreds of monsters that get thrown at you. And it, like, it has, it's overwhelmingly positive reviews. Mm. It has, like, yeah, 120,000 overwhelming positive. And it only came out on the 20th of October. Oh, that's a like, dream, that for an MD. And it's, like, it has yeah, a, it's a couple of quid. Very specific ah, okay. aesthetic. But don't, like, if you Google image it, I, I don't yeah. think it looks like much. But when you see it in motion, it's it's much more That's I mean, yeah, the, like... yeah the screenshots are kind of, okay. they could put someone <laughs> off, but they don't lie about mowing down thousands. No, listen to this. Expected to kill some time playing this game, only to realize I've spent seven hours playing nonstop. Help. Yeah, that, that's basically it. Like, I, 
it was on the Gymquisition deck, their their podcast, and I they kept talking about it like two or three weeks in a row, and I thought, right, okay, fuck it, it's a tiny game, it's on Game Pass now, like I'll pick it up, and yeah, it was basically the same. I spoke to I think Zed in our Discord about it, uh, and yeah, it was basically I need help, I need someone to pull me away from this game. Interesting. Um, it, That's Zach. It's, you've never met. Oh Zach yeah, in Zach. Person. No, I haven't met. Him. I think I spoke to him once verbally. Um, anyway, it like the the visuals on it lift quite heavily from the old Castlevania games, I feel, like stylistically with the little crosses and bolts and things that you throw out at people. But yeah, it's uh, it doesn't look like much, but god damn, it will keep you playing. That is interesting. I'm yeah, so the, by the way, in addition to the to the graphics and the style of it, it the soundtrack is brilliant. It's absolutely banging. I, I yeah. love listening to it. Great little chip tune. Um, the loop, so you're, you don't press the attack button like in Diablo, for lack of a better term. You your character automatically attacks with the abilities that you select or pick up and as you kill so you, your character will start with an ability like a whip or like a little wand like uh, icicle shard or something and as you kill enemies they drop little gems that you pick up and they fill up your xp bar and when you level up you can then uh, pick from a randomized selection of upgrades and upgrade your current abilities or maybe you'll get a new ability and you just keep stacking them and stacking them and they all have like percentage modifiers and they can some of them there'll be synergies between them and you need to be quite smart about what you pick up and the way you move around because it's the only thing you really do you make decisions about what to upgrade and then you move around the map uh to try and survive the hordes of enemies that fill up the screen and you just kill them and that's quite satisfying and it's fun when you get that that sort of power fantasy bit where everything just comes together uh, and then at the end of a run when you inevitably die you'll you'll have picked up some gold some money as well and there's like permanent upgrades in the menus like increased character movement speed or health or damage and you can add that for your next run as well nice so yeah it's I... four quid uh it's great you can play it for 10 minutes you can play it for four hours <laughs> you can't play it for 10 minutes you oh no you can't play it for 10 minutes <laughs> i will also say it's perfect steam deck game because you pick up the you just like oh, yeah. you pick up the steam deck oh, you switch oh it yeah i forgot about your steam yeah, deck yeah, it's, it's it's good fun <laughs> um i appreciate that they're using the term rogue light correctly um, well i mean every yeah. game for that, Kitty. every yeah, game uses that. rogue light the amount of games i've worked on that are rogue light i mean they may as well just call call of duty rogue light well it's the, and the opposite of that but it's such a commonly right. used well no most people say rogue light oh you're on about the spelling versus like versus light light versus like yeah i'm a snob oh, about that i'm on about uh, the, the use of the Come. word in general however the spelling is just ah, everywhere yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it is everywhere. That, but they've used it correctly. That and developer is that. Luca Galant, by the way, or Galante. Is it, Luca, is it a that is team? a vampire name. It says Ponic. It says Ponkel on Steam. Does it? Well, Google is lying Ponkel? to me. So anyway, whichever Google one it is, is well done. Your game I think is it's fun. the one that sounds like a vampire's it. name, and that is the Luca. That's like, I'm a vampire Ponkel. called Luca. Flamento or whatever you said. You said there was one more, Chris. There is one more, and it was inspired by Vampire Survivor. I'm like, oh. I quite enjoy this. Uh, what other games like this are there out there? And one of the a streamer I was watching mentioned one called Brotato, which I love the Brotato. name. This isn't out yet. Vampire Survivors has just been released from early access. This one's still in early access. Um, it's okay. by uh, Blobfish developer, according to Google, unless that, that's wrong. But I'm I'm looking at it, yeah. It's got overwhelmingly positive reviews. Are these well. same I know, I'm games? doing well this week. No, no. Well, it's the same type of game, so I don't need to describe the premise Wait, of it again. What's it Go called? It. Brotato. Brotato. It looks great. It, the, it looks very binding of Isaac. Very binding of Isaac. Yes. So I'll, oh. how it's, I won't describe the premise again. Same thing. Top down. It's the same game. 
not quite. There are a few different. There's a genre blossoming. We're witnessing a new genre being born no, thanks no, to no, Vampire Survivors. No, no. I know another one. So this one, I actually think I might prefer it in the long run. We'll see. We'll see. But it has a nice hand-drawn art style. Um, it handles the upgrade system a little better. So you, it's all about guns. So you'll pick up like shotguns and uh, pistols and SMGs and laser guns and magic wands and stuff. Whole variety of stuff. Um, so it looks a little bit better. Uh, the arenas are quite small. So in Vampire Survivors, the, the levels are quite large, like the map area. I don't think I've ever reached the edge of it. I haven't been trying to, to be fair. And this is like, deliberately a small arena, so you have to be mindful of not only the amount of enemies, but also the amount to which you can actually move around effectively. But I really like the way they do the upgrades, because you can pick up to six weapons. But if you have two weapons, like two pistols, for example, you can pay some of your currency uh, whenever the wave is complete to combine them into like so the, it's, it uses the loot tier system like uh, grey, green, blue if you have two grey for example you can combine them into like a blue um, and again you just keep you add uh, passive upgrades like little items and then you have up to six weapons and you have to make choices about like if you run out of inventory space do you combine your weapons, do you recycle them and replace the shotgun with maybe a new laser gun or something does that work with your build and the passives you've got and again yeah it's it's really really good fun, works really well in the steam deck good, good soundtrack and it's again very easy to pick up, difficult to put down type thing. So, so there you go. I, uh, I, I, I got to talk about my students again. I talk to them a lot about how we're still at a stage where there's where the industry is still so young that there's constantly evolving genres. So I can't wait to use this as an example. Um, um, awesome. That sounds cool. I'll definitely mm. check those out. Actually, they look, they look class. Um, uh great so i think that's everything the only thing i wanted to mention is that there was uh, a northern irish game released in the last oh, week or yeah. so and oh. um, jennifer wilde unlikely revolutionaries oh, yeah. uh i'll just read the blurb for it uh in 1921 young french artist jennifer uh chevalier i'm probably saying Chevalier. that wrong um, becomes embroiled in death espionage and revolution assisted by the ghosts of oscar wilde a hand-drawn point-and-click adventure with a unique comic book inventory design. I hope they did so, well. Um, I hope it worked out for them. Well, Adventure Gamer gave it a really good review. Um, I think they haven't got many reviews on Steam mm. yet, um, but the ones that have been there are good. So, because you know, um, Dave. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Stephen at Outsider Games. Uh, Stephen, John, uh, and Bertie, uh, and some other people worked on it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's not that expensive. It looks like a great game. I like point-and-click adventure games. It's up my alley, so uh, I'm going to give it a go, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. And drop them a wee review. I'll do the same. But, um, yeah, yeah, um, check it out. Uh, uh, I played their other one before, Wheeling Heights, and I really liked that as well. It was a twist on like music stuff um, where you played somebody that got stuck trying to do a thing. But it was like a supernatural based like village. So there was werewolves and there was witches and there was zombies. And you could, when you learned something about particular characters, you could body hop between different oh. groups. And because like the werewolves wouldn't talk to a ghost or ghosts won't be able to do nobody can see them except other ghosts etc etc um or if you wanted to be a vampire to do like whatever um so you had to pick up pieces of characters to be able to then body hop it was an interesting one um i liked it as well and it had a resurgence i want to say around the time david bowie died <laughs> it actually got some publicity out of that for better or for worse but uh yeah 
check out local Northern Irish game dev stuff, dear listeners. Um, but yeah, cool. cool. All right. Well, I think that's us. Uh, the second episode. This is the third episode. The second episode has not yet been edited, so this one might come second, out in a while. The second one's going to be an editing challenge, Kelly. So um, it'll be yeah. fine. It, we'll figure it out. Probably. I'm not too worried. We'll see. Um, anyway, thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks, thanks. everyone. This is Bye. lovely. See you Bye. Soon. Bye. Bye. Happy using. Bye.